Hey friends, Harrison here, and I cannot believe it's been a few years since we started this podcast. One of the things that we get asked about a ton is what training plan should I follow? And so we've decided to develop our own and get it into an app that you can download. So if you're looking for a plan that's interactive, that you can not only see which miles to run, but which strength exercises to do and watch videos and be able to have a checklist system that will literally walk you through the plan and help you keep track of your progress, we've got you covered. Go ahead and click on the link in the description to get started. You're going to have a seven-day free trial. Give it a shot. Let us know what you think, and good luck. Have fun out there, guys. Hi, I'm Mo Crum. And I'm Harrison Crum. And we're the Crummy Marathoners. This podcast is for beginners by beginners. If you're thinking about running your first marathon or half marathon or are in the process, this is for you. We realized as we were training that many resources out there expect people to know what they're doing when marathon training. Well, think of this as a marathon training guide for dummies. We'll go through many of the questions we have as we make our way through the beginning of our running journey and what we have learned. If we can inspire others to run a marathon, then we consider this a success. Okay, everybody, welcome to episode one of the Crummy Marathoners podcast. Woohoo! We are so new to this, so please bear with us. You know, we listen to a lot of podcasts, but we've never actually done one ourselves. So mm-hmm. you get to join this journey. Um, you get to come along for the ride. But the first question I have, I know a lot of our friends and family have this question, is for Mo. How does it feel? You just signed up for your first half marathon. What's going through your mind? I'm equally excited as I am nervous. Yeah, I had a lot of those same feelings. I just did a full marathon, my very first one. Go, Harrison. It was uh, the Rock and Roll Phoenix Marathon in January. Mm. We can talk about that later because right now I want to talk about Mo and your training plan and expectations and why did you do it? Let's let's start there. I don't know. I think I was... incredibly inspired by your journey from, you know, everything that you decided or talked about with your mom up until the point where you crossed the finish line, just all the commitment and the time and the energy that you put into it and the feeling that I saw that you had once you crossed the finish line. And also the feeling that like I had as your wife and our kids had seeing their daddy accomplish something so great. So really, you inspired me, honey. Wow, I'm honored. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to see you do it. And um, I want to talk about, you know, the training plan, what we're going to do, how we're going to actually make this a reality because we have two little ones at home. We've Uh got an almost three-year-old and almost nine-month-old. Yes. So we've got to figure out a way to both train for our marathon. So just to give everyone a little bit of a uh, sneak peek, I'll be running the... Uh, San Diego full marathon, May 31st. And Mo's going to be running the half marathon. Yes. Can we? Can we what? Something that I feel I was not aware of even before is what is a full marathon and what is a half marathon. Yeah, we should probably, there's probably some people listening who have no idea what that even means. Yeah. I think we should probably like break that down. Yes. 
I didn't realize I'd be running 13.1 yeah, miles. You didn't know that when you said you wanted to do the half? I mean, I knew, honestly, when you said you were running a marathon, I thought that was 13 miles. <laughs> okay. And I think a lot of people have that um, misconception that, is that the word? Misconception? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. That uh, a marathon's like 10 miles, 15 miles. I don't think most people realize that a full marathon is actually 26 miles. Um, I never did until I met a couple of people and I was just like, there's no way, but a half marathon, that's still a really huge thing. Like most people can't just go out and run a half marathon. No. And I, I think right now I'm qualified into that most people. <laughs> so this is going to be really interesting to see if I can actually do it. So what can you right now, just to set the baseline for everybody, um, because what our goal here is we want to inspire people to run because we know how um, healthy it is. And, and just if everybody could do some type of physical activity, I think it would solve a lot of our problems today. But, um, you know, so man, I just lost my train of thought. I'm so bad at this. No, you're not. You're doing great. I can answer (laughs) that question though. What was my question? What's your baseline? Like, Oh yeah, that was it. (laughs) Okay. So your baseline, what can you run right now? Oh, it's late by the way. Sorry guys. Uh, It's like midnight. So what can I run right now? Like, and there's running in itself. There's so many complex layers. Like you just asked me that question. I have like, wait, do you mean like on the treadmill or do you mean like how long I've ran? Like, like what can you, anything, all of it. Like if you put on a pair of running shoes, how far do you think you could run right now? I think I could definitely do a mile at least. Good start. I think, I think pushing it would be two and a half, three miles. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's. And you, and you just had a baby. So everybody, Mo just had a baby. Well, almost in May. (laughs) So yeah, but still, you know, a lot of people takes a long, long time to lose the baby weight. Do you feel like you're back to pre baby weight status? No. And that's another reason why I want to run a marathon, not even so much of the physical aspect, but like mentally getting back into that stage of like being physically active. And I think it does a lot for my mindset. And so that's what I'm really excited about. And I'm also nervous because I remember you talking to me a lot about the mental aspect of it Yeah, and how it plays like a crucial yeah, it's mostly Whoa. mostly mental. Well, it's, uh, you have to have the physical stamina because you have to be able to build up your muscles and your breathing and your cardio and all of that. But a lot of it's mental, and I can tell you that from my first marathon experience, even my first half marathon experience. Um, do you, if someone asked you, "Are you a runner?" Like, would you, would you? How would you answer that? I would say I like running. I wouldn't say I'm a runner. Okay. So you heard it directly from Mo Crum, everybody. She is not a runner. Now, my hope is like six months from now, not even four months from now, when we do our first marathon, you're going to be like, I'm all in. I'm a total runner. And maybe you won't. And maybe right. you're like, I'm done. Right. And that's totally okay too. But we're going to go through this journey together. So I don't know, maybe we'll do this every week or yeah. just kind of however this flows. But the, maybe we can get listeners, if there's even any listeners out there, to come on Instagram and DM us some questions because maybe they're considering doing this. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you've truly opened my eyes to the world of marathon, marathons, marathoning, marathoning. I think that's how you say it. (laughs) 
It's so funny. <laughs> but you really have. And I I am excited to see how far I go and if I can even go that far. Um, and I think it, it would be good for us to like have those questions for people. And even if we can pull in some seasoned runners, that yeah, would be really some, cool too. So I, yeah, when we were thinking about doing this podcast, I think one of the differentiators we wanted to have this podcast be was, I don't know if that made sense. We we want it to not be like the, you know, because there's a lot of running podcasts out there. Okay. A lot of marathon training type podcasts, but they're all like super experts, you know, yeah. either Olympic runners or they've run 50 of them, you know, like big timer. I mean, but I haven't found one that's just following someone from the very start of their journey. Yeah. You know, and hopefully we'll catch you on like your good days on your bad days. And then I'll All be a part of this too. Cause I'm still brand new to it. I mean, I've done just a half and a full and then this will be my second, but mm -hmm. I've kind of caught the running bug where I feel like, okay, this could potentially be like a lifelong thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should, you should share your, your ultimate goal. My ultimate. Okay. What was my ultimate goal again? Oh yeah. Boston. Okay. She had to whisper Boston. To me. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we, so Mo and I lived in just so, just so our listeners can understand our story. Um, we should tell our story, like how we met. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how long we want these episodes to be. If, if Harrison tells our story, we can get this done very quickly. But if I tell our story, if anyone knows me, I am a very detail oriented yeah. person. So Mo's version of our story is like 30 minutes. Mine's about two minutes. I like to think my version is like Disney themed. It's very theatrical and very specific. Yes. It's very detailed. <laughs> um, mine is very general, but that also makes sense because I'm a businessman per se. Yes. You know, I went to business school, so I am used to keeping things very concise to the point. You, on the other hand, have your master's in education. education so you're used yeah. to writing a lot of papers and fluff yeah. and yeah. So, um, but anyways, Mo and I met at 18 years old. Yes. At ASU, ASU 101. Yes, most pointless, but we love you, ASU class, <laughs> ever. That, ASU, did we just say ASU or did we say Arizona State? ASU. Okay, but there are people out there who ASU, ASU can mean like other schools, so we should oh, specify. Oh, okay, Arizona State. We might even have listeners in China right now. Who knows? I hope. Wow. <laughs> With the coronavirus, we might. They're locked down. They, they're finding anything possible they, to listen to. <laughs> I'm so sorry if there's one listener in China. Um, oh, man. So ASU, Arizona State. Anyways, we met young lovebirds, um, and I went on a mission for our, our church. I went to Peru for two years, and we wrote letters and emails. Yes. No, not emails. We weren't allowed to write emails, were we? You wrote emails. I read them. That's right. Yes. And yeah, long story there, but oh wait, side note, you should just to tell you all how meant to be we were to meet. ASU 101, the class that we had to take was required of our major, so it was like required of the communication. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I changed my major a lot anyway. Uh and it was like the very last class that wasn't full for my schedule. So I had classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and this class was on Wednesday and it was the very last class. It was like at noon. So it was super inconvenient for me, but not nearly as inconvenient compared to like Harrison. Yeah. So I would go to 
this class, I would go to, I'd go to work. I was working as a tire technician. So I'd, I'd go bust tires on one side of town for two hours in the morning. And then I'd rush over to Tempe, which is where ASU is and do this class for an hour and then rush back. So anyways, long story short, that's how we met in that class. And it was yes. destiny. It was, I think things happen for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause if I had not taken that class, we never really would have met. No. Or we might've met in one of our bigger classes, but we never would have had like that close. Oh. Cause there was only maybe 15, 20 people in that class. Yeah. And our bigger classes, like they were like 400 people. Yeah. And lo and behold, we had a lot of classes that we were in together and we would have never have met. Oh, that gets me emotional. Our kids will listen to this one day. This I is hope good. so. Our uh, oral history here. Yeah. But anyways, long story short, we dated for a little while, but I went on my mission, came back and she was still there. And then she was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. And it was, I knew right then and there, no joke. I knew right then that I was going to marry her. Oh, Howie. <laughs> and so we got married maybe a year later. We were young. We were 22, maybe. Yeah, 22. And so the reason we kind of go through that whole story is right after ASU, you know, we were starving students for a long time. And then we finally graduated and moved to Boston, um, mm. the Massachusetts, Boston area, and uh, became huge Patriots, oh, uh, yeah. Red Sox fans, and, and just really in, in, engulfed ourselves in the culture out there. And um, as you probably know, the Boston Marathon is on Patriots Day. It's a huge holiday and everybody takes it very seriously. And for me, I think that was probably my intro to running. I'd never really had an interest in it before, but just seeing so many people run the marathon and it being such a big part of the culture and then the Boston Marath- or the Boston bombing happened. And so all of those things that um, just kind of sparked my interest in, in or at least intrigued me in running. Um, because being from Arizona, I feel like there's a lot of there's not really a lot of runners because it gets so hot. No, like we're both born and raised in Arizona, and so growing up, I would do cheer and things like that. But I mean, running wasn't ever considered like marathon running. I'd never even considered. Yeah. Like, when we moved to Boston, I didn't understand just how like gigantic this community of runners is. There yeah. Are. Yeah, it's it's a big community, and I think maybe one percent of the population is run a marathon. I don't know. I've got to look up the stats. We'll have to like fact, fact yeah. check these episodes. But I don't honestly. I don't know. Before we moved to Boston, I don't think I know a single person who ever ran a marathon. No, wait. I, I mean, maybe. Oh, I'm trying to make sure. No one close to us, though. I don't think. If there are, let us Be- know. Before, but after we became at least for me, I became more aware of marathons and your training of it. That's when I realized, oh, like so-and-so, he ran a marathon or she ran a marathon or this and this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like if, you, if you've if you run like one marathon, it's like you're connected to like all these runners. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I've noticed that for sure. So I'm on a Facebook group and maybe we'll have to start our own if, if this ever gets big enough, but um. It's like it's a half and full marathon training group. Basically, you can get on and you can you can share ideas, ask questions, and there's it's like this really tight knit community of people all across the world. It's really cool. So, if you're thinking about running, um, it's it's a great community. Everybody's very supportive. Everybody wants to help each other. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, 
that was kind of my intro to running Boston Marathon. And so that's a big, long story, long-winded way to tell you that that's kind of my end goal is that is someday to run the Boston Marathon, whether that's a qualifying time, which I'm nowhere near to be. So my age, I'm 29. Yeah. We're both 29. And yeah. so for a 29-year-old male, you have to run in three hours to qualify for Boston Marathon. I'm nowhere near. So my first marathon, the only one I've run so far was four hours and 10 minutes, which you know, was not Which great. is amazing though. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's absolutely amazing. I I think that's absolutely amazing. We should dissect that maybe in like the next episode or the one after. Yes. And so then I can share all the tips and tricks, the things that I learned running my first marathon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, and then for a woman to qualify same age, it would be 30, three hours and 30 minutes. And so we can wait until we hit 35 and then it goes up by five minutes. But By five minutes. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you don't, you just, so. they couldn't just like add like 30 minutes, like a minute. Oh, wait. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> math, running math, runner's math is what they say. But anyway, so um, we're really excited to go on this journey. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, is there anything else that we should cover on this first? This is an intro, everyone, by the way. I I mean, like, would we, we probably need to do, I mean, I'm really not joking when I say I am not familiar at all with running terminology with like beats per minute. No clue. Like, you know, on Spotify, okay. when they have those playlists, that's like their running playlist. Oh yeah. Beats per minute. Yeah. BPM. I I pressed one one time and I, I was like, I I can't run to this. Like I I I truly didn't understand. So like I would I mean there's a lot to break, learn. Are we gonna break things down or is it gonna I think be we like should. Each, an organic, like fluid thing where we just do it as we go? Like I, I think we just take it as we go and we'll take different topics. I mean, literally until I started running, I didn't realize how technical it is and how much there is to talk about and to know. Oh yeah. And, and so for everything from running shoes, you know, yes. what are you supposed to wear? Like don't go out and run in your Nikes that you have from, you know, the big five or wherever you bought them. Um, 
running clothes, especially for, for men, like all the secret tricks, like the body glide and the putting, gels. Yeah. The gels you have to take when you, when you, you know, when you need to fuel, um, carboloading, carboloading, don't Michael Scott it. <laughs> um, I just have to tell a really quick, funny story. So there was a poster someone was holding at the marathon oh, yeah. and it had a picture of Michael Scott eating his chicken Alfredo. And then it said, this was, this was all of you this morning or last, last 24 hours or something. It was really funny. It gave me a good laugh, a little boost of energy. It's cool too. Cause little kids will hold signs. Like one kid had a sign that said hit here for cheetah power or something. So you like hit his poster and it's supposed to make you faster, you know, hypothetically, but yeah, so a lot to talk about, a lot to learn. Um, and you know, it might take a long time until we get any listeners, but if anyone's out there, then send us a DM and we will cover your questions. We're not experts, but we'll find the answers. Yeah. And I, I mean, if anything, I truly, I think this would be a great thing as like a journal, like a reflection too. Yeah. I, I want our kids to be like so proud that their parents like did something together and like. Should I tell my mom's story or should we save that for another episode? I think we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll make this kind of quick. So um, the the reason I signed up for the marathon, I don't want to like bring down the mood in this, but so, so my mom, she passed away this year in June 14th on my birthday. It was a very, very sad time for all of us, but, um, her and I had talked earlier this year about potentially running a half marathon because I had remembered and she had talked about the fact that back in the day, maybe 15 years ago or so, she ran a half marathon with her, um, I think it was her sister-in-law. Yeah. And so they ran one in Nashville and then she loved it so much. I believe she ran one in, in the Phoenix one in, um, in January. So it was a rock and roll. So anyways, flash fast forward to, to this year, early this year, probably like in maybe it was April or May. She said, Harrison, we should, we should run a, we should run a half marathon. You, me, Bryce, my other brother, let's get together. Let's do a training run. So we all got on a track. Bryce wasn't there that day, but me and my mom, we went to the local track and we started doing some exercises and she was going to run a half marathon. She was fully committed. She had it in her calendar and everything that we found after she passed away. Um, and so, you know, unfortunately that all happened and I felt like this burning desire to run on her behalf because she couldn't do it herself. And, um, I truly feel that she carried me, you know, during those last difficult miles. And, um, I just feel connected to her when I run, it sounds weird, but it was something that she enjoyed. And I think those were the only two she did, but I know that she wanted to get back into it. She, she knew how good it made her feel and, and how, you know, great of shape she would be in if she just would get back into it. So, um, truly I'm doing this for her and, and I think she's motivated me and and Mo Mm -hmm. and we really just want to carry on her memory, her legacy, uh, through our running. Yeah, absolutely. So this one's for Roxy. For you, Roxy. Run for Roxy. Run for Roxy. All right. Well, we're going to put a wrap on that. We'll tie a bow on it and add in some sound effects. All right. See you next time. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, don't forget to subscribe 
so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this friendly journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify. Search his name under B-R-E-K-K.